Hey, dark feminine women. This is Leslie Tavernier, and I'm a dark feminine love coach for women who are in love or who love a dark masculine man. And today's topic is the trauma bond as a spiritual practice. Trauma bond as a spiritual practice. I just I just really felt the urge to talk about this today because there are so many women that are in a trauma bond relationship. And I have a different perspective to the trauma bond relationship than perhaps most coaches or therapists. And my perspective is different in that I don't immediately advise anyone to leave. I don't immediately advise that. Now, if that is what you want to do, if you genuinely want to leave the relationship, that's totally fine. And I would never talk you out of that decision. I would never attempt to talk you out of that decision. However, if we're honest with ourselves, if uh, collectively as a society, if we're honest with ourselves, the truth is trauma bonds are not going away. Okay. We can lecture women all we want to just leave him you know find uh, a man that you can enjoy secure attachment with rather than anxious attachment problem solved but the reality is the problem is is not solved that simply because many 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 women don't want to leave their trauma bond relationship. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean that these women are stupid? Does it mean that they have incredibly low self-esteem? Does it mean that they're desperate? Does it mean that they're not willing to do the work to heal their anxious attachment and connect with someone who, with whom they can enjoy secure attachment? Possibly, possibly. But my perspective is there's an opportunity for spiritual growth in this particular dynamic. In fact, in all relationships, whether between a parent and a child, between siblings, between coworkers, between friends, between client and coach, client and therapist, there's an opportunity for spiritual growth. And, and that's even more so in the most difficult, painful relationships. So there's an opportunity 
And so if, if a woman decides that she doesn't want to leave this painful dynamic, uh, I'm not going to lecture her. I'm not going to tell her that she's wrong. I'm going to help her to explore how she can utilize this to grow spiritually and more specifically how to utilize this to become a more powerful sorceress, a more powerful witch. So here's how to do that. Your dark masculine man is going to trigger your habitual feelings of being ignored, being dismissed, being devalued. Disappointment, rejection, abandonment, rage, jealousy, insecurity. He's going to trigger all of those things and then some. How is that? How is that a good thing? How is that a good thing? That sounds very painful. That sounds incredibly painful. Wouldn't you want to get the hell away from that? Well, as Bob Marley said in his song, you can't run away from yourself. So if you leave your dark masculine man, chances are you're going to connect with another dark masculine man. And if it's if it's not a dark masculine man, you're if if those triggers are still inside of you, then they're going to show up in some area of your life, whether it be with money, whether it be with your business, your career, what have you. Like you're going to encounter those triggers. But it's especially, especially intense when you encounter these triggers in a romantic relationship, in a sexual relationship. And I have experienced all of these things with my dark masculine man, all of it. I've experienced being blatantly ignored by him. I've experienced numerous, numerous, numerous instances of disappointment I felt rejected, I felt abandoned. I felt jealous, I felt incredibly angry, <laughs> like <laughs> like extreme anger towards my dark masculine man over the years. Now, here's the thing. If you don't utilize this as a spiritual practice and you stay asleep and you allow your egoic mind to run the show, then yes, you will experience endless suffering. However, if you recognize this as an opportunity for spiritual growth and not just a way to try to feed your ego, so this isn't really about trying to get him to do what you want him to do. 
because even when you succeed at getting him to do what you want him to do, you're still not going to be satisfied. You're still going to be frustrated. You're still going to want more from him. You're still going to want him to do something else, something more to keep your ego satisfied. And the ego can never be satisfied ever. So it's not about getting him to do what you want him to do. Although if you utilize this relationship for spiritual growth, what you will likely find is he will begin to show up for you in the ways that you've been desiring him to. But that will, that will be the icing on the cake. Okay, but the cake is you unhooking, permanently unhooking from these triggers. So when he appears to be ignoring you, when he has blown cold, uh, cold again after being very interested in you and seemingly hot. Now he's cold. Now he's disappeared. Now he's ghosted. Now he's blocked you. Now he's prioritizing another woman over you. Whatever the situation is, this is an opportunity for you to wake the fuck up and realize that, okay, this, this experience, this feeling, these emotions, that I'm going through, they're not new. They didn't start with him. They definitely did not start with him. They started long before I met him, long before I even knew he existed. He's triggering something that was already there. He's triggering a wound that was already there. That's why we call it a trauma bond because the wounds were already there before you met this man. So, so now he's triggered you. Now you're feeling ignored. You're feeling rejected. You're feeling abandoned. You're feeling disrespected. You're feeling lied to. You're feeling jealous. You're feeling insecure. Now it's an opportunity to take a step back from your egoic mind, from your wounded inner child, and realize that you're beyond this. You're beyond this. You're you're beyond the, the 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 idea of unworthiness. You're beyond the idea of not enoughness. You're beyond the idea that you're not lovable. You're beyond all of that shit. And that's the spiritual practice. Coming to the awareness of who you really are beyond your, your human, your personality, your egoic mind. The real you. The infinite, unlimited goddess you. See, when you're a goddess, when you're operating as goddess, 
these these hooks they, they don't they, they they don't have any bearing on you like if, if he doesn't reply to your text message to the goddess that it, it means nothing it means nothing to the goddess the goddess is is beyond that she's 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 not needing anything from him at all not his acknowledgement, not his validation, nothing. She doesn't need anything from him. And so in, when, when you're in that goddess state, that's when you're really actually able to love him because you don't need anything from him. So you're able to just love him. And that sets you free. Now you're unhooked. Now there's nothing he can do or say that can actually trigger you because you've, you've, you've unhooked. You've done the work to unhook, to dissolve all the triggers. Now you're free. Now you're in your power. Now, whether he's in your life or not in your life, it doesn't really matter because you know how to ensure that all of your needs are met, whether they're met by him, whether they're met by somebody else, your needs are getting met, period. Your needs for emotional intimacy, your needs for sex, your needs for companionship, your need for communication, your need for whatever. you can transcend that, you can transmute that, you can alchemize that and get to the point where he it's, he can't trigger you. That can happen. And it's a process. This, this doesn't happen overnight. This doesn't happen overnight. This, this has taken me over 13 years. And I'm not saying my dark masculine man doesn't trigger me at all anymore, but the, the triggers are, at this point, they're very, very, very few and far between. And if a trigger comes up, I, I'm, I'm able to transmute it pretty quickly compared to how it was in the early years of relating with him. In, in the early years, I would get, I would drown I would drown in the triggers. I would have meltdowns, spirals, panic attacks, anxiety attacks. I would just like completely, completely go off on him. Because I was so caught up in my egoic mind. I was so caught up in my trauma that I, I, I couldn't even see beyond it. And 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 I was just so under the 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 belief that he's he's at fault he's the problem he's the villain he did me wrong he disrespected me he hurt me he disappointed me it's him 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 and if he would just change 
if you would just treat me better, then everything would be fine. Now I'm at the point where I don't, I don't need him to change anything. I don't need him to be anything other than what he is. It's very, very difficult for him to, to trigger me at this point in time. Because who's who's getting triggered? Is it the goddess? No. It's the egoic mind. So each time the trigger comes up, yeah, you could you could feel the emotion. You could feel the sadness. You could feel the disappointment. You could feel it. You could notice it. You could be aware of it. And recognize that this, this isn't the totality of me. This is a, 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 a wounded part of me. But it's not the totality of who I am as a being. And so I'm able to do whatever I need to do to release that old identification of victimhood, of powerlessness, of unworthiness, and come back to the truth, the spiritual truth, which is I am goddess. I don't identify with victimhood. I don't identify with powerlessness. I don't identify with unworthiness. And so I can be, I can be grateful to him for triggering those wounded parts of me, those shadowy parts of me, so I can bring them back into wholeness. That's what the trauma bond relationship is about from my perspective and from my experience. Once you dissolve the parts of you that are, are hooked, that are emotionally hooked to being rejected, being abandoned, feeling powerless, feeling unworthy. Once you release those hooks, once you dissolve those hooks, as you resolve those hooks, he can't trigger you anymore. He literally can't. And, and so he's actually... He's a gift. He's a blessing in disguise. And once you come to realize that, that's when you're really, truly able to love this man. So that's what I want to help you to do. The, the, the suffering is not, it's, it's not permanent unless you allow it to be. Utilize your trauma bond to grow spiritually. And it will become impossible, impossible for him to hurt you. 
Okay, this is where unconditional love can become your default state. So someone asked me earlier today if I'm in love with my dark masculine man, and I said no. When I was in love with him, I was fucked up. I was a nervous wreck. I was trying to figure out how to control him. My, my moods were dependent upon him. It was horrible. So no, I'm not in love with him. But I do love him unconditionally. And I'm able to do so because I'm more now in my power. So that's what I wanted to share. This is not an easy process. It does take time. It does take discipline. It does take commitment to your, to your higher self, to the goddess in you. And for those of you that want support with this, I'm here. I'm here to help you. I'm here. And if you want support from both of us, we're here to help you. So thank you so much for listening. Don't feel bad about being in a trauma bond. It's nothing to feel bad about. It's nothing to feel ashamed of. See it as an opportunity for spiritual growth because that is what it is. It's a tremendous opportunity for spiritual growth. Thank you so much for listening.